Hi, and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another video. And in today's video, we're going to have a look at Genesis. We're going to have a look at blockchain.com, uh, the FTX collapse, and Nexo. And everybody should know by now that Nexo is on my list of exchanges that I have concerns over and has been on my list since about the 6th. 7th of november and uh, i'm joined by jb how are you jb very well thank you very much i hope everybody watching and listening today are well too absolute mayhem in the markets right now end of structures be patient guys this this will end soon we're confident of this just let everything play out and we'll take a step back and just reevaluate what's going on right now because you know there might be a major move to come soon other than that you know been a nice day here nice and chilled out now happy to be home a few good things happening here one key thing i want to pick up here before we do get started and it's one thing i want to start covering more on here and it's the fear and greed index which i don't think gets talked about enough i, I like it as a metric now we're seeing right now that the fear and greed index is sitting at 30 even though the market is pumping so we'll go back here four or five days the market was not in the best of places in fact, it'll probably longer than that by the time this goes out. Let's call it a week. And the fear and greed index was around about 26, 27. But the market's now pumped and everyone's getting more fearful. Read between the lines here, guys. How are you today, Chris? What's been going on? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, the, the market is bubbling up uh, higher than I expected it was going to. And um, yeah, like pretty much was touching 19k at one point uh maybe even surpassed it and um yeah look uh you just have to have a look at what's actually happening in the real world uh to to really see what's going on here and um my opinion is that this is a fantastic um you know level of uh increase in in price discovery 5.25 percent at the time of recording the podcast uh for the total market cap of all crypto at 903 0.37 billion uh, and i just look at this and i just feel this is a fantastic opportunity for you know big companies big players uh whale investors to be selling their crypto uh in what i believe is going to be the next sort of really big push to the downside and uh you know we got a few articles that could sort of uh articulate as to why we kind of feel this way and these are just the ones that are crypto related right we're not going to get into you know the other stuff in the world the china property crisis the the raising uh, or rising uh, amount of credit card debt and um, debt in general uh, i think we're heading into some some really bad times when it comes to to retail investors and ultimately those whales and uh, big companies that are going to be selling uh, at the moment and uh you know if we continue to pump they're going to be utilizing this as opportunity to sell um are going to be buying back from retail at super cheap prices uh this is kind of what we see in most of the cycles yep obviously one thing i'll touch on before we do get heavily into the crypto talk here was the december cpi numbers came out for america inflation rises 6.5 percent over the past year obviously you guys did cover it in the twitch stream um you know, I'd like to think it was expected with a large pump come off the back of it. Just as I like to remind you all, I do put out the weekly events coming out. I've always put them out on Sundays. 
these things do matter in the space. So, you know, look at the global metrics, everything that's going on here. These kind of things, you know, they do all add up. But was this one priced in? Has this pump happened because of the 6.5? Yeah, I mean, for me, they're always attempting to price it in and you can never price something in if you don't know what it is. So we always see some some volatility uh, when it comes to to price around these these events and there's more events this week i believe as well that you know have potential to to impact the market so yeah keep an eye on those and uh obviously they're circulated in the discord so jump down link is in the description of the video it's absolutely free to join um but yeah you know if you enjoy this sort of uh content mash up that like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed already tapping that bell selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and uh, we sort of get on to the first article then and uh that is dcg's crypto broker genesis apparently owes creditors more than three billion dollars source I don't know why they've put sauce there, like ketchup, brown sauce. You know, <laughs> what what is this? Uh, I guess jokes aside, they've been told this from a source. Yeah, obviously this is all from Reuters as well. So you know, it's probably the go-to place. I th I'd like to think it's one of the go-to places for news that you want proper news. I love Reuters; it's a fantastic source. This isn't a rinse and repeat, guys. This is a new podcast. I know we talk about it a lot, but it's you need to understand why we are speaking about this so much. Genesis owes creditors more than $3 billion. <laughs> Where is this $3 billion? What's going to happen when, let's say, they're told to pay back this $3 billion? We know what's going to happen, guys. Yeah, and I think uh, if they don't, well, there's Gemini up the garden path. You know, Grayscale going to have some some difficulties, I would imagine, as well and uh, they are one of the biggest bitcoin holders so look these are some of the reasons why we believe that we're going to have these lower lower prices and um yeah look we want to talk about them we want to you know air our views our opinions so you can go away do your own research and see whether these you know ideas um are positioned well with you do they resonate with you let me know in the comments below you know what are your thoughts you know do you feel that genesis gemini and um grayscale are going to have difficulties or do you think the bottom is in like many are trying to articulate yeah so we're not saying this for you guys to get bored we want to keep this content as fresh and you know as up to date as we can the reason we talk about this so often is to keep it in here you need to keep this in your head what's going on one thing i will touch on here with the dcg now it's been told oh sorry it's been said that the dcg is considering offloading parts of its venture capital holdings to raise money the dcg's portfolio now really think about this when i do say this next part here it's crypto related projects include exchanges banks and custodians in at least 35 countries and they're worth about 500 million dollars here so 35 oh sorry 35 countries these are all inside everything that is included in here so the 200 crypto related projects included in here let's say they're not getting their money back what's going to happen do you know what i mean there's there's so much that's going to be affected solely by dcg so what i'm trying to really poorly explain to you here is keep the three G's in your head as much as you can. Do not forget what's going on here because this is massive for the space. And not to instill fear right now, but if you think, in my opinion, if you think what happened with FTX was bad, 
if it happens with the 3Gs, I feel it will be a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, I think there's going to be, uh, and I've said it before, there's going to be pockets of non-crypto related business heavily impacted by all of this. And um, yeah, talking about keeping things fresh, we are going to be talking about Nexo. There was on my list and I got ridiculed for it, but we're going to have a look as to other reasons why we might want to be uh, considering any positions in Nexo. Um, but before we go on to that one, we'll move on and we've got crypto uh, brokerage uh, blockchain.com lays off 28% of workforce. Um, again, I just want to reiterate to everybody, you know, what's happening in the real world. This isn't just crypto companies doing this. Um, but they are a big part of it, right? You know, tech companies and blockchain companies are laying off lots of staff. So just be aware of that. Again, is it a sign that, you know, these companies are having some difficulty? I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are, JB. Oh, I think this is, yet again, a knock-on effect from 3Rs Capital. Um, was it July-ish last year? There was about 150 employees lost their jobs through blockchain.com. We're now seeing a potential 110 more employees losing their, their jobs at blockchain.com. Obviously, the market is very, very volatile right now. Just because it's pumping doesn't mean these they're all safe. Do you know what I mean? It's Bad things are happening here. We have forecasted for a while now. Join in the Twitch streams in the morning with Nick and Chris and understand why it is that we're explaining what we do just because there's a pump in the market and it does not mean that that's as in a bull run. Get that into your head. And it sounds a bit harsh me to say it like that. There will be a lot of moon boys all over Twitter, moon girls also, not to exclude them, that will tell you right now the market's ready to turn. We're on a bull run. Have a look at everything else going on, uh, going on around the world right now. In the crypto space, there's still a hell of a lot going on. Blockchain.com coming out with this news. You'll, you'll, you'll hear it here first. This is only the first one you'll hear in the coming weeks. I feel there's a hell of a lot more to come. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, on, I guess, some some more positive news, uh, FTX claps. Um, the crypto giant recovers over $5 billion worth of assets. I don't know where they pulled that from, but um, yeah, interesting nonetheless. So, yeah, it's about £4.1 billion. Pounds. Uh, that may have changed with the uh, way the dollar is performing at the moment but <laughs> um, since, since it was written. But, yeah, look, it's interesting stuff um, that they've managed to find that amount. But it is just a small percentage of what is missing. And um, as crazy as that sounds when you talk about these numbers out loud, um, it's only going to, you know, make a percentage good you know like not everybody's going to be whole again so yeah i think it's good news um but i i do think that that is rather a small amount of what is actually missing definitely is but there's something in this article here now for those that are listening i have a massive smile on my face because i find this very funny to read <laughs> andy dietrich who is the ftx attorney told the bankruptcy judge we have located over $5 billion of cash, liquid cryptocurrency, and liquid investment securities. How, <laughs> how do you just locate over $5 billion? Come on, guys. 
Maybe they uh, maybe they recouped it back from from people that were handed, you know, money from FTX. Who knows? But they found it, and uh, that is what matters. Um, yeah. Maybe a campaign gave it back. Who knows? You never know. Um, like so Tom Brady and all the rest of it. You know, these guys were heavily endorsed. Mm. Did they feel the pressure? Handbacks. You know what I mean? Maybe, possibly, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Who who knows? Um, but you know, look when we look back at twenty twenty two. Uh, the year of crime uh, within the crypto space, it hit a record $20 billion, you know, in crime proceeds in 2022, according to, to reports from, from Reuters. So this stuff's really, really interesting. Um, for me, I, I've kind of said the main thing that is responsible for this, in my opinion, and it'd be great to, to get your view on it in a moment, JB, but... My, my view is the punishments are just not severe enough or even there at all. You know, when you look back and, you know, through 2022 and you see all these bridge hacks and you see projects saying that you can keep like, you know, 80% of it or 20% of it, just send us 80 back and, uh, you know, we won't report you and prosecute you. Um, basically, what you're saying to, to these criminals is go fill your boots because you know what, like you're never going to see a, a prison cell for it. You're never, you know, going to have any sort of punishment. You're going to get to keep a percentage of it. You don't even need to keep all of it. It's uh, astonishing amounts of money. I think, you know, there's been hundred million dollar hacks. I mean, how many millions do you need? Um, I, I just think that the punishments are, are just not severe enough. And the other thing that I would say is the regulation, lack of the regulators uh the oversight um these individuals that are responsible for that aspect of things should be embarrassed they should uh, wake up tomorrow morning or actually today is this as this is going out they should uh, be listening to the cheeky crypto podcast they should be looking in the mirror and they should be asking themselves did i do a good good enough job to protect investors and make this a, a fair level playing field or did i fail miserably at my job uh, and if they answer the the latter, then I think they should, you know, do themselves a favor and everybody else and resign and find something that match maybe they they can do or they enjoy doing. Um, because at the moment, I feel that we need some some real structure and I feel that we need, you know, proper leadership in there. Uh, it's kind of my thoughts. But what's your thoughts, JB? Yeah. So, first of all, you'll be absolutely shocked to hear this. But off the back of our last podcast, do you know that not one single person offered me five million dollars to do ten months in jail? Did they not? Nobody, absolutely nobody <laughs> offered me it. Stunned. I digress. Yeah. So crypto crime, we know it's a thing. It, it, is, it is a massive issue right now. We're seeing the collapse of many exchanges, running back to the likes of Luna, obviously before as well. So for twenty billion dollars in twenty twenty two, a lot of crime has had to happen for this <laughs> why are they still getting away with doing what they're doing we know the reason we need regulations but one of the key things to pick out of here is transactions associated with sanctioned entities increased more than 100,000 fold in 2022 and this made up 44 percent of last year's illicit activities so this is 44 percent of the, the illicit activities that went on last year the people or whatever it was that was committing these crimes were already known, they were already sanctioned, yet they were still able to commit 
Seth Crimes. Then, you know, it kind of, this is obviously, as we said, it's from Reuters. It goes on and it talks about the likes of North Korea's involvement, Russia's involvement. They're going to be heavily involved, we know that. We also understand that there will be a degree of trouble trying to get any data or any firm proof of what's going on in the likes of these countries with everything that's going on in the world right now. So, just be shrewd with everything that's going on. I know it just sounds like doom and gloom and it sounds like a really negative podcast, but it's just really to reiterate. You know, there is a lot of things going on right now, guys, and it's just good to stay obviously quite alert in the space. We've also seen the volume of stolen crypto funds rose 7% last year, but other illicit crypto transactions included those related to scams, ransomware, terrorism, financing, human trafficking, saw the volumes fall. So all the bad guys in the world aren't doing these big crimes anymore. It's just the illicit crypto crimes are doing. That's all they're doing. Yeah, all of that's, you know, it's all gone into crypto. Crypto is bad. Well, somebody, <laughs> tell, somebody tell Andrew Tate he's been doing it wrong because he got Yeah, it, clearly, clearly he's been doing it wrong. Uh, if he had done it through crypto, he could have probably got to keep 20% of it. Um, <laughs> jokes aside, jokes aside, um, crypto lender Nexo has 15 sites raided by uh bulgaria uh by police in bulgaria i should say um interesting stuff but it's all around an investigation or pre-trial investigation uh around illegal crime activity uh with nexo and uh it looks like they've had their offices raided um basically a nexo public relations officer told uh reuters um by email that the bulgarian uh, authorities were at at least one office uh, but said the uh entity only has operational expense related functions payroll customer support back office um but you know we're being told 15 sites and this um goes back to the fact that you know um nexo are on the list of uh companies lending platforms exchanges that i had concerns over and still have concerns over and uh, as much as like it's about reminding you it's also about like if i don't talk about it and jb doesn't talk about these things then people will be asking us oh is is nexo okay now like have you changed your mind on nexo or is binance okay now or is kucoin okay now um so let's just keep talking about it keep monitoring the situations because not many people are and um we need to be sort of ahead of the curve and the only way you're ahead of the curve is by monitoring these things because people forget very very quickly and um you know feel safe all of a sudden because the the market is green and that is not always uh, the best way to to keep yourself safe so yeah look interesting stuff um but i believe 94 billion has gone through nexo platform in the last five years and um yeah look it could be very very interesting to see what happens you know is there a form of you know um uh, what what do you call it um legal activity money laundering uh and, and those sorts of activities uh what's your thoughts jb it's nothing they kind of don't know and i know that sounds very obvious to say but you've touched you know you've been raising this to our attention since we think it was roughly the 7th of november it's not the only one just remember that guys it's not the only one i have fears about a couple of other exchanges also 
Um, but what really gets to me right now is the likes of these folk that have got the Nexo credit cards. What happens if, let's say, everything falls bad for Nexo and they fall through? What happens while well, the credit card debt that comes here as well? Do we know what the solution would be there? Yeah, I've no, no idea. I mean, I, I guess possibly uh, there's there's something there you'd have to check through the terms and conditions because some of these are done through the likes of Visa and, and MasterCard. And I don't know whether it falls back on, on those guys or not. Um, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Um, but that would really be something to to look at in the, the terms and conditions. Or are they pre-topped up? I, I've never used a Nexo card. Um, so yeah, look, it's, it, it's an interesting point and I don't really have the answer. So I guess if you're in that position, start start raising questions and asking because yeah. uh, that would be a very interesting thing to to sort of uh, dive into and, and find out. And yeah. um, Just remember that you guys are in the position we keep shouting this to you you are in the position to ask the questions you are the consumer find out what's going on we're not spreading fud we're not spreading fear right here this is everything is documented online you can go and find this out for yourself if you do have an extra credit card right now i would be checking you know what the t's and c's are what happens if something happens look after yourselves with that one yeah i think it's it's really important that we uh just make sure that we're you know, fully aware about what's going on in the space. Um, but outside of that, there isn't really much more to, to talk about. The market's well, flying. I do have one thing I would like to lift the spirits of the podcast with. <laughs> now, obviously, we covered Amazon a few weeks ago. But, you know, a little bit of horrible news coming out of Amazon, laying staff off and everything else that's going on. But we have seen Amazon partner with AVAX Avalanche to deliver scalable blockchain solutions. I personally think this is huge. We've seen off the back of it, the massive pump that AVAX has went on. I think this is humongous for the space. I think it's a fantastic partnership. AVAX, I really do, I really do like the project. We know Amazon are a market leader, a world leader here. Two big things going on, fantastic for the space. Yeah, and it's a, a project on my uh, layer one uh, list that I put out on Wednesday. So nice 20-30% uh, uh, you know, pump after the, the video went out. So maybe uh, people got in on that one. Who knows? Um, but it's yeah, it's not look, the only one. It's not the only one. That, one other one I did want to touch on there with AVAX Avalanche also partnered with Spotify. It, no, sorry, not Spotify. Shopify to <laughs> mint and sell NFTs on e-commerce platforms. So have a look at uh, Avalanche AVAX here. You know, they're they're showing good signs in the space right now. I'm very happy to be reading some of this because I do like Avalanche. Yeah, they're, they're great technology, uh, really good technology. And uh, they did get a massively positive uh, rating when I did the review on them. So, yeah, great project. And, uh, yeah, it's in my top five layer ones for, for 2023. And we see why, <laughs> like literally a day later. More importantly, though, and it's the one question I know every single person watching and listening has stayed to the end for. Do we have a bin update? Oh, you're not going to want to hear it. It's going to be like um, taking us down this this horrible path. So the, the bin was delivered today. Okay. Damaged. Oh. <laughs> was it the second ordered bin or was it the original bin? It's the it second. Damaged in the it's, car boot it's, sale. It's, it's the second bin because the the other one obviously ended up at a car boot sale and sold probably for like two quid um 
but yeah this one turned up damaged it wasn't just like damaged it was like they used it as a football around the the delivery uh <laughs> warehouse or something um it was an interesting conversation with john lewis because obviously you know i've been waiting something like 17 days for this bin to come should have been 10 um so i rang him up today and uh basically in a nutshell the the lady on the end of the phone was like well um can you take some photos of it i'm like well there seems to be a lot of me doing stuff here no no i can't take any photos of it like you know just come pick it up and uh anyway we she was like well do you want a new one i was like well uh, yeah i'd have liked a new one like seven days ago um you know 17 days it's taking you to to get this far and it's like it's damaged um so basically where we're at is uh she's uh you know organized a new one to be delivered tomorrow and uh then she was like can you get contact the cor courier to come pick up the other one i was like no <laughs> like all i wanted to do was simply order a bin and have the bin delivered like i don't want to be ringing up courier companies and taking photos of stuff i i just wanted like a simple click order it it turns up i unbox it i stick it in the kitchen bing bang bosh like i didn't want any of this crap ben, like, ben, bosh. <laughs> yeah and um yeah it's pretty much what i imagine the sounds of my bin in the warehouse uh, before being <laughs> delivered um but yeah look uh this has probably been my worst absolute worst experience of uh online shopping um i wouldn't mind if like i hadn't have been lied to by john lewis he'll be there today and it's like well three days later it's like you know arrived arrived damage um so yeah it's, it's not been a great experience um yeah if you guys have made it this far though smash that like button this has been if for nothing else smash it for chris's bin well i think we'll also like to wrap up here as well we've, we've covered a hell of a lot, a lot of news as we always do here and i will leave you with the usual that if you guys are going to trade a tight stop loss make great gains stay safe in the space and i will see you next time yeah take care